0: and I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Question for you. Would you like to make more money? Okay. Probably all of us are like, yep. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay. Then the next question is, Why? Right? Because money is often what we are after, and yet in truth, money is just the vehicle, right? Money is just the 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 vehicle we use to acquire the things that we want so that we can then feel the feelings that we believe those things buying those things will give us. Right. For me personally, I want to have a financial abundance so that I can feel <laughs> Free to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, with whom I want to do it with, and to ultimately not feel stressed, right? Um, and my needs are actually not as as big as I think a lot of other people's are, right? I like to focus on, like, my health, right? So I just like the idea of, of going out and eating whatever I want to eat. <laughs> right, I like to go to sushi. Sushi is expensive. I just love to just crush sushi and to not even have to look at the bill. Right, I'd like to be able to w- walk into to Whole Foods. Right, how many of us would like to do that and not have to worry about how much we're spending because that place is uh, <laughs> can be very expensive. Right, I like the I- idea of traveling. Going to Disney, going, you know, on a Mediterranean cruise or renting an Airbnb somewhere on the Mediterranean for for 90 days, Um, just doing crazy things. I want to ski inside that place in Dubai, right, in the middle of the desert and do indoor skiing. I want to do just crazy shit, crazy shit. And all of that stuff requires money, right? I'm sure you have your own kind of like dreams or bucket list items, right? For me, though, I've learned and, and kind of been, uh, I guess, on, on this road for a little while. I just haven't been necessarily making the moves until just more recently. I've always kind of realized that I most likely wouldn't be able to make the amount of money that I want to have for my lifestyle by trading time expertise, let's even be honest, more about like my intellectual ability. Uh, Because I've limited myself in that area, yes, and I keep kind of, uh, uh, I would say, unveiling greater uh, capacity, right? So as I continue to to grow, I continue to uh, let go of limiting beliefs around around my own intelligence. But even that being said, if I were a doctor, if I were a lawyer, like all those normal professions that we think about that make a lot of money, you still have to show up, right? Even as a musician, an actor, an athlete, you still have to show up and perform and you'll get paid accordingly, right? If you add a lot of value, you get paid in proportion to the amount of value that you're adding. Okay, so I got that. I understand that. Hopefully you understand that as well. It makes sense. Cool. Now, if that's the case, then how do you look at the difference between the wealthy and the rich? The, the, the rich are those athletes, are the actors, the musicians, the people that make a shit ton of money, but then they spend a shit ton of money, right? Conor McGregor talks about he has a, uh, <laughs> an unhealthy relationship with spending money, but he has a healthy relationship with making it, right? And so I hope you can hear my dog Uh, eating dinner and drinking from his water bowl in the background. I think that's awesome Um, because that's real life, right? Hey, buddy, did you enjoy your food? Yeah, you did as he's licking his chops. Um, And yet the wealthy are those that we don't even know necessarily that they have money because they don't flaunt it, right? I have uh, a deep respect for those type of people who just do their thing they work smarter rather than harder. they've learned to master the game of money, and they've figured out ways to to allow money to make more money and I understood this concept when I first read like rich Dad Poor Dad in college, and yet it's not been uh until you know let's say the the last ten to twelve years as I've been working for myself, but even more so probably in the last four or five years that I've really been starting to to make some moves, right? So I've invested in real estate. I've invested in, you know, like cars and doing things on turtle. I've invested in crypto. i invested in my own personal brand, right? I've, I've invested in this podcast and writing a book. I've recently invested in buying a new business. I'm always looking for um, various ways to, to create more money, right? But one of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books called Cashflow Quadrant, which honestly I haven't read since probably when I was 20, 21, I don't know. something like that. It's been a long time. Half my life ago, okay? That makes me feel really old. But I remember him talking about, there's four quadrants, and if I can remember correctly, you have employee, you have what? Uh, I'm not going to say these in the right order. Hey, chill out. He doesn't want to play. My roommate's dog does not want to play. Even though you have tons of energy now, because you now have eaten, Let's see if we can get through this podcast without him tearing a a hole in the carpet or uh, running through a wall. Um, The four quadrants are employee, um, business owner, business operator, and investor. I'm pretty sure those are the four, right? So for a long time, I've been a business operator, right, where I have a business – Okay, cool. So I'm not necessarily working for someone. I'm no longer an employee. But if I stop working, the business dies. Okay. Um, my Airbnb stuff, I could easily outsource that to someone else. That probably is a little bit more like business owner, although I still am managing. Oh, cool. Now you're dropping your ball in my lap. That's cool. Uh, I'm, you know, I still have to manage those properties. But I, I could very easily hire and give away some, hey, hey, hey no playing. Jesus Christ, it's like having kids. These damn kids. Hey, buddy, hey, relax. I need to give you some like, you know, sedative or something. <laughs> um, whereas in business owner, right, is really where you're at when when you've got a business that that runs on its own with or without you. Uh, my father transitioned in his business into a kind of business uh, a business owner and he no longer had to like show up around the time that my mom got ill with cancer and thank God he had, he had actually hired <clears throat> a person who could his president who ultimately ended up running the business for a long time um, for over 10 years. He, you know, that, that, bi- that president was able to then operate the business and my dad could could essentially retire early and be with by my mom's you know side until she passed away, and then after that he's like, do I really want to go back to work? You know, um, he was you know receiving a, a salary and everything else. He's like, well, screw it, it's, it's working better than when I was there. I put words in his mouth. I don't know if he said that, but uh, that's kind of the the goal, right? And then the investor is where you have income that you can invest uh, in multiple different ways, right? Passively or as kind of like a A silent investor, you could be an active investor. Uh, There's a bunch of different uh, kind of investor types that I kind of forget as my dog is dropping his ball and then biting my feet. Um, This is going to be the podcast that has an undertone of uh, my annoying dog uh, as he, ow, 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 damn it. I've got flip-flops on and now he's scratching at my feet because I'm pinning the ball underneath my foot. Are you tracking me on this whole conversation, right? So the, the, the truth is I started kind of looking at where can I take doodads, and that's what Rich Dad Poor Dad calls them, like doodads, like, like liabilities, and turn them into uh, assets, right? And with the advent of our cell phones and the Internet and technology, the shareable economy, right, I at one point put my mountain bike on SpinLister, so it could be leased out, right, to kind of like pay off the the bike, if you will, make money on the bike rather than it just sitting in the garage. Um, you can do that with your skis, your snowboard. You can do that on outdoorsy with your uh, camper, your trailer, right? You can, uh, you know, <laughs> do that with your sprinter van, your Airstream. You can do that with your tiny home, with your treehouse, with your uh real you know your investment um i should say real estate investment right and so as i put the ball on the countertop he will now go seek out another ball because he's got a basket full of like eight different toys so we'll see how long that lasts um and so i started kind of playing around with those ideas like okay airbnb uh Turo, right? Turo's done very well for me. With the respect of like I only have I have two cars, but I only put one of those cars on Turo because quite frankly, I don't want to deal with the inconvenience of not having a car. Like, oh cool, I'm making money and I have to walk everywhere or Uber everywhere, right? Which offsets the the profit that I'm making. So, I do have one car, it's kind of more my mountain car, my uh my kind of ski car, my camping car, it's my forerunner and I use that as my daily driver whenever my other car is being leased out. But I lease that one car for probably no more than a week per month, and the amount of money that I make on that pays for gas, maintenance, insurance each month for both cars, right? So essentially I have both cars for free. Cool, great, great idea, awesome, wonderful. That's, that's still small, you know, it, I'm just saying it's good to start wherever you can start, right? Start with your ski equipment, right? Start with uh, a vehicle if you can. My a buddy that I just had coffee with the other day, he informed me that he, uh, now he has eight cars. Um, he has eight cars that he does on Turo. And that's kind of a, a full, full-time thing that his wife now manages, right, while he kind of still does investing in real estate. I love it, right? So the whole key is to, to ask yourself, what is it that you ultimately want? Like what type of lifestyle do you ultimately want to create? And like I said, for me, it has everything to do with time freedom, to invest in my health, to invest in the, in the, in the relationships that are most important to me, to have the, the lack of uh, financial stress so I can be present in those uh, incredible, beautiful moments that, that kind of make up life. And allow me to have the the time and the uh, the bandwidth to be able to continue to learn. I'm such like a, a curious and ferocious learner that I'm constantly working on myself because I want to be a better version of myself uh, today than I was yesterday. Right? That's that's what this whole premise of this podcast is all about. So I say all this because uh, so much of these ideas that I've had with real estate or uh, rehabbing my own homes and doing like starting out my own uh, business, my own gym back in the day, and now having bought this HVAC business. Honestly, dude, so many times I have I have had no fucking idea what I was doing, but I just I, you know I kind of grew up seeing my dad taking risks, but but again at the time like I just kind of thought that that's just like that just was normal to me, right? In retrospect, now as an adult, I can be like. And, and to talk to him, I'm like, Dad, those were some pretty fucking big risks. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. I'm like, dude, you got to have some big-ass balls to be able to, you know, personally guarantee and leverage your entire house and cars and, you, you know, your firstborn child on some of these business risks. And he's like, yeah. Uh, but that's why he's he's been, you know, again, so successful as he is. But, like, a lot of that is mindset, Right we we are typically constrained only by our only uh only by our only only by our um kind of mental limits, right? our own limiting beliefs is what i ultimately wanted to say. our bottleneck to our own growth is our own mindset. i could have said that a lot more eloquently, but it is what it is. i digress. so having said that, i have learned and i've spent times investing in myself, I think in 2018, when I was really frustrated with my, my current business, my coaching business, I spent like 20 grand into a year long mastermind just to get around other people that were playing at a much higher level than me, (laughs) much higher. Like I remember one dude was like, man, I'm so fucking frustrated. I've been making 45 grand a month with my, you know, fitness business on Instagram but it's been doing that for a couple of years, and I cannot break that forty-five dollars to $50,000 a month threshold. I'm like, oh, poor, poor baby, right? Now, obviously, I, ha- I do have the empathy to be like, okay, like everyone wants to grow, and if you're not growing, that's the real frustration, right? And it wasn't about money for him. He had plenty enough money, right? And yet, um, it is frustrating when we feel like we have so much, so much more potential, and we're just not tapping into it, right? So for me, that 2018 mastermind was instrumental in the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing now, okay? That very last uh, mastermind meeting we had was where I met Christine Hasler. She was the very first speaker at that event on a Thursday night, fresh out of the gate, comes in, guns hot, and just starts, you know, (laughs) teeing people up and just like, kind of just ripping them a new one in a very loving way, like helping them get to the core of what their challenges are in their business, in their relationships, in whatever. And that's where I raised my hand, not even really knowing what I needed her help with because I just was sitting in confusion. But she really challenged me to step out of coaching women and really to step into figuring out what it means for me to be a man and then to support other men in in doing the same thing, right? And so that was kind of the birth place if you will of the idea of like i first started then uh, a couple months later that was like in december yeah december early december i think it was february that i did my very first meeting of men and then i did a bunch of retreats that year up in the mountains um which ultimately led to of course my this podcast and me reading uh, writing my book and so on and so forth right so you never know you just really never know who you're going to meet what conversations you're going to have what type of mentors you're going to find in other people who are attracted to a similar topic? And so I say that all because, you know, I have been feeling this, uh, this kind of sense that I've been underperforming in a lot of different areas of my life. I've been underperforming with this podcast. I've been underperforming with my men's meetings. Um, I've been underperforming as a coach. I've mentioned this before in multiple episodes in the past where I feel like I'm a disappointment, okay? So I have this limiting belief that I'm consciously aware of and yet it still dictates my life, right? and Because I feel like I'm a disappointment, it always keeps me in a very kind of insecure place. Like if you meet me, you'll probably be like, oh dude, she seems totally secure. But like deep down inside... I don't believe in myself or my ability to truly help other people, which is ultimately a lie because I've helped a lot of people. But I don't consciously think those things through, right? And so having said that, I feel like it's, it's like shit or get off the pot time for me with this like Becoming King's Brand and the podcast and the book and the meetings. And that's a big part of what has driven this relaunch of my men's community. Okay, I call it the arena brotherhood if you haven't heard any of my previous podcasts about it. But one of the, the first things, it was actually the first thing that I did is that I set up a date <laughs> and put it out there as an event of being a business mastermind to focus purely on creating more income out of some of the resources that you already have. Because for a lot of people, they feel like they have golden handcuffs. They're like, I, I can't leave my job because I have so many expenses, right? The mortgage, the cars, the things, the lifestyle. And yet it's killing me inside, right? And I and I don't think I could necessarily just leave my job, right? That would be uh not not totally prudent, especially if I have other mouths to feed. So, I think it's such a great uh way to begin just kind of kicking ideas around with other men to figure out like maybe you have something that's right in front of your nose but you just don't see it. That other men might be able to support you and that's kind of the power of a mastermind group, right? Is to be like, well, but dude, you've got XYZ, why don't you just do you know, ABC with it? And you're like, oh my god. Yeah, why don't I? Right? Or you see other people that are doing things that uh, they're like, well shit, if he can do it I can do it, right? So there's such a power. There's such a, 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 a an amazing amount of value that comes from the collective uh, energies of of men putting our brains, our heads together, right? And coming up with solutions because we're really good at that. But then also supporting each other through the challenges of just being scared to take risks. Let's just be honest, right? Sometimes we're scared to, to fail and whatnot. And yet... I will tell you, when you take those business risks, when you take those risks to make more money or to shift things in your life and level up, there's nothing, well, there's very few things in life that will make you feel more alive, right? And that's why I created the Arena Brotherhood. It's like you are in the fucking arena of your life wielding that sword, swinging it, you know, attempting to to slay those fears and those limiting beliefs and those shortcomings that ultimately want to pull you back into mediocrity, back into the drift of life, right? And so that's why I want to invite you to join me in the arena. Join me in the arena brotherhood. We're going to join so many other guys who are just like you and they're fighting the good fight just like me every single day, really struggling on some days and other days winning, but we're all there to support each other. And especially with this upcoming mastermind meeting, it's included for free, within you know the 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 paid subscription, right? It's thirty three dollars a month. Okay, I told you I just spent twenty grand uh, a couple of years ago for a mastermind, and and me and many other guys that have been through you know invested similar types of money uh, into themselves are going to be part of this mastermind. So, I don't see how you couldn't afford thirty three dollars. But even that being said. You can join the the Arena Brotherhood for free for 14 days, and if you enjoy it, then you can start spending $33 a month, right? And if you don't, you can, you know, skip out and f- go find another uh, another group that you feel like maybe supports you better, because it's not this is not obviously for everyone, right? But if you go to johnnyking.com backslash arena. You can go to the the, the the webpage and just kind of read things through and see, you know, because there's so much more value than obviously just the mastermind. Maybe you're really struggling in your marriage as well, right? Or maybe you're struggling because you're not dating anyone, right? Perhaps your physical health or your mental health really, really is sucking at the moment. Well, the arena is where we, you know, step into the scary parts of life ultimately to, to overcome them so that you can learn to become the king of your kingdoms, right? But at some point, you have to fight. You have to fight and overcome all the other opponents that are working their asses off ultimately to keep you stagnant, to keep you emotionally flatlined, to keep, to keep you sedated like numb or a robot in your life, right? Too many men are living those fucking lives, myself included, before I woke up, <laughs> as a result of my marriage falling apart, right, at the age of 30. So I certainly have been there and continued to struggle on and off just because we're all human, right? So none of us are coming into this, uh, into this arena brotherhood or into the actual mastermind acting as if we got our all shit together and we're going to flash our you know Rolexes and our sweet cars. Like, fuck that shit. That's not this type of group. And if, if that's what you're attracted to, then don't join us because this is not it, right? And you'll be asked to leave if that's the, the type of person that you are. and Nothing against that if that's your highest calling or if that's, you know, your way to fulfill your your insecurities. But this ain't it, right? If you want to be a humble and yet uh, abundant, dominant man where you express and experience experience, uh, just ever growing abundance, like I said, in all areas of your life, then you got to do the fucking work. And you do that fucking work in the arena, in your in your life, and how that looks day to day. It doesn't just happen, right? You got to take risks. Sometimes those risks are having conversations with your spouse, or having conversations with your uh, your boss, or maybe making amends with a A lost friend or your parents or a sibling, like whatever the case might be, there's a lot of challenging things that you got to do, but you got to do them. Otherwise, you will stay exactly where you are. And let's be honest, you're not going to stay exactly where you are. If you're not moving forward, you're going to be moving backwards, right? You're going to be getting older. You'll be getting less and less confident. You'll feel like you've wasted your life away and the shame will continue to eat you up, eat you alive. So join me in the arena, johnnyking.com backslash arena and check out the, the mastermind. I think it's going to be a really, really powerful group, really, really powerful night. We're going to do a couple masterminds each month. Uh, we'll do one or two. I'm not exactly sure, right? I've rebranded. I'm not rebranded. I've kind of relaunched this whole um, brotherhood. So if guys want, shit, if guys want it every single week, we can do it every single week. I don't care. But this is about you stepping into your life as a leader and uh, asking for what you need. Right? I'm not here to just dictate and, and tell you how it's going to be. This group is really ultimately for you. So if you join it and you find it of value, then you get to create whatever you get to create. Right, johnnyking.com backslash arena. Join me. Like I said, enrollment is only open until the end of the day, June 15th. Okay? That's this coming Wednesday. And I would recommend that you bring a buddy of yours who maybe is also struggling but would find this of great value. Right, check out their website. You can check it out for free. If you don't like it, that's all good. It's not for everyone. You know, this whole spiel, right? It's not a big deal from the standpoint of $33. Like, where can you save $33 uh, a month, you know, and invest in something like this rather than in some type of streaming service or some shitty food or some alcohol, right? You can do this, put it on a fucking credit card if you have to. <laughs> I appreciate you listening. Thank you, as always. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast, and I will see you in the motherfucking arena. Let's go. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn,